Hey, how's it going, everyone? Welcome back to Journey to Modern Times, episode number five, the fifth one of the installment of this series I call Journey to Modern Times right now with a very good friend of mine, Net Palomino. What's up, brother? What is good, Net? How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. That is great to hear. Um, this is our second time doing this, Net. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to the listeners. This is a. This is. We have to repeat ourselves now. Yeah, a resounding technical failure. Yeah, that was my Mac just decided to stop work working. That's, right. That's, That's right. But so, can you kind of just talk about yourself a little bit? Who you are? What is your passion? And yeah, just give a little scope about yourself to the listeners right now. For sure, for sure. So, uh, yeah, my name is Net Palomino. That's what's up. Uh, I love astronomy. Yeah, a lot, a lot. It's really my passion. I love to do it. Um. I got into it about high school. Um, yeah. yeah, out of nowhere, really. Just popped in, and I was like, this is actually pretty cool. I'm this gonna, is it. Like, yeah. I want to do this for the rest of my life. Like, actually, That's I sick. knew from right then and there. Um, yeah, I was studying to be a doctor, um, and that profession just seemed like it kind of got boring. And I was like, uh, right. this is like the same thing, same thing, same bio, same anatomy. Right. I like, it's starting to get pretty monotonous, but then I, like, learn about astronomy and i was like dude this is like top of the line like i'm learning something new every single day and like the boundary is always being pushed so i was like yeah this is uh definitely worthwhile worthwhile i want to put my time into it that's awesome and so you said you first found it uh your passion for it in high school yeah anything in particular that really sparked that yeah it was uh through the Wormhole by Morgan Freeman. There we go. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. Beautiful show. Beautiful, Beautiful show. voice. Beautiful voice. Absolutely stunning. Gosh, Had pinnacle of man right yeah, there. honestly. Uh, yeah, he just got me hooked. Like, I heard his voice talking about something that I knew nothing about. But as he talk, or as he spoke, I was like, yeah, I want to know about this. Because so, I'm sure he just talked about, like, the craziest thoughts that the human can have about, oh, like, yeah. the, the creation of life. The creation of everything. Not even as far as we can even think yeah i remember like the first episode was like is time travel possible and i was like obviously not no fucking and kidding me as he yeah. talked about it, i was like damn it really a point. Is. <laughs> yeah this like, is crazy this actually could be a thing right right so yeah i just started looking into it more and more and as soon as i popped out of high school i was like yep i'm gonna find somewhere to go and do this and and i know i want to do this and i was blessed to have that most people sorry. don't have the opportunity to know what they want out the door Right, it it's takes, a rarity, for takes, sure. It takes time for them to really figure out like what their passion is and whether or not they want to do it, because I have passions in other things. Right. Like, I love playing games. I love hanging out with my friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, soccer's always fun. I love it. But, like, to want to do something for the rest of my life, I was, I was really just fortunate to have that right exactly. off the bat. Exactly. And so that's, that's huge already that you had that foot in the right direction going to college. When are you familiar with Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yeah, of course. I mean, that's a dumb question. The Who class. isn't? Yeah, he's the best. He's like the funniest dude. His Twitter account is just he has the best tweets about just the craziest thoughts about life that yeah. all of us think, but he's actually able to shed some sort of light on it to the best of his like knowledge. Yeah, and he opens it up to everybody, and I think that's that's something I try to do when like people ask me about it, or especially with like people. Like, my family, when they were like, oh, what are you doing now? And I was like, oh, I'm studying astrophysics. And they're like, I don't even know what that is. He's like, what? <laughs> so then, like, explaining it to them and them being like, 
whoa, you must be really smart. And me being like, no, I'm, I'm a student of the craft, not yet a master. Right, exactly. And I doubt I ever will be a master because this field is ever expanding. Exactly, like the but universe. I'm just a student of the craft. Exactly. But, I mean, it's a worthwhile thing to get into. Like, it's literally like mind bending and melting kind of material that you're just like, whoa, how did this happen? Why did this happen? And is it currently happening? Like, you know, it's just so many different questions that I ask myself when I watch like the cosmos i was just like my mind was blown yeah like watching neil degrasse tyson just go about so many different subjects about the universe yeah um i have a couple questions myself though after watching the cosmos staring into space on my own time yeah this is the first of many questions are aliens real that's a tough one i can't say for certain <laughs> i haven't met them do, do you believe it oh 100 yeah i i think I think they're just there's there's just no way for there not to be um, to to suggest that humanity is like such a a rarity. It's pretty anthropocentric, and I think most people would agree that you know life could be rare, but rare to the point like we're the only ones in the universe. No, I don't think so. There's just there's just just a probability of that. There's such a huge ego in our. In our, in our minds and our species to yeah. say those kinds of things. There's just no way. There's I, I just don't think there's no way because out of you know, the 100 billion stars in our galaxy and the 100 billion billion of planets, there has to be another with life. Whether or not that life is advanced or, you know, bacterial or just, you know, trivial compared to us, but something it has to be out there. Like, it just has to be. Right. And I think it could definitely be within our own solar system as well. It doesn't necessarily wow. have to be, you know, light years away or crazy distances across the galaxy i think it could be right here in our own neighborhood that's so crazy i believe that too yeah are you into conspiracy theories net some some, some. 9-11 was an inside job <laughs> <I'm saying. laughs> bush did 9-11 but bush did, did we land on the moon 100 percent. you think so 100 percent. what's taking us so long to get back stupidity there you go stupidity you're here it's first ignorance ignorance in our own culture uh we had space shows right and now they're all in museums, gathering dust. Exactly. Why? Got to put them to good use. Well, why? Well, why did we even think about stopping in the first place? Because we saw aliens on the moon, and they told us to fuck off. Maybe, maybe that that could be a possibility. Maybe <laughs> the moon is inhabited. Maybe, maybe. Dude, I don't know. The dark side of the moon, man. I don't know what's over there. Dark side of the moon is only uh, dark when the sun's not pointing at it. When the moon is dark to us, it's lit up on the other side. You bring up a good point, Ned. This is true. Yeah. So, well, you, so you think we, we landed? You th- 100%. 100%. There's 100%. No There's no way. The the stuff that we got back... Is like, the footage real? Footage is real. Without a doubt. I don't think there's... I think people are reaching when they say, like, oh, I see numbers on the rocks. Yeah, NASA <laughs> was that careless to just fake a moon landing. The, it's not like it's some impossible deed. The, right. the math is there. It's been there. Yeah. It hasn't even been there for, like... 80 years. It's been there for hundreds of years. Right. Knowing how to exit Earth's orbit. She didn't have the technology to do it. We finally did. And you're telling me that we made a rocket called the Saturn V, the strongest rocket we've ever made. Right. And that was just, we just built it and we're like, man, these people are going to fall for this 100%. These idiots. No, no way. Right, right. We did. And I th- think there so. Was, there was plenty of training. It wasn't It wasn't a hoax. Pe- people died for this. There were three Apollo astronauts who Fucking gave their lives up for this. Yeah, plenty of Soviet cosmonauts also lost their lives to it. Plenty of poor bastards. Yeah, honestly, man, it's so rough. It's 
It's always like that. It's a daunting mission, man. But would you would you try to go to the to the moon or space in general? Uh, it depends. It really <laughs> depends on who's financing it. Elon Musk. Mm. <laughs> he's a he's a visionary in some aspects, and then in others, I think he's rather outlandish. Really? Yeah. Uh, Not a fan of SpaceX. The SpaceX is cool, and I think it's I think it's a step in the right direction. It's really pushing you know government agencies to pick up the act. Right. Because the fact that SpaceX, you know, is pushing the frontier of knowledge when America did it by themselves for like sixty straight years. That tells you something's wrong with the picture. Yeah, we had space so. shuttles that you know nonstop were just doing missions in and out, in and out, in and out. And then one day, at the stroke of midnight, without anybody asking, Joe Biden signed a slip saying, "Now nah, we're done." With <laughs> this is it. Out, out of out of the blue. It's so crazy. And just because he he didn't want to. But why? Why? That's just beyond us, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know the reasoning. Uh, I'm glad I don't because I'm sure I'd be ten times more infuriated he, with him. Right. Exactly. But, you know, I think we're in the right direction with the way that the current administration is trying to push for space exploration. And I think I think it's the right direction. Whether or not they're good people, or <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't condone what they say on Twitter. I don't condone what their own views are. But right. their but. policies... Are a step in the right direction, at least right. on this. At least on this, right for space exploration. I think it's uh, totally what we need, and I, it's kind of stupid that we even needed to do this because we basically took sixty years steps in the back direction. We can't go to the moon anymore, even if we wanted to. We can't. Why not? Because everything is relying on the Russians. Uh, Who launches the stuff up in the space? SpaceX does it every once in a while for right. testing, but when we need people to go up, we're paying the Russians for it. That's crazy. I did not know that. Wow. We're paying them to use the rocket, and they're going up to the ISS, which we uh, basically built <laughs> by ourselves. Yeah, yeah. At some ridiculous cost. Uh, the Hubble Telescope, American. Kepler Space Telescope, American. Spitzer Space Telescope, American. Chandra Observatory, American. <laughs> Everything up there that's worth something, worth its salt, is American. American. And it's made by American engineers. But except for these expeditions that are going up. It's all Russian. Is that what you're saying? Well, it's not like the, the expeditions are Russian, but the rockets that we're using to launch them up. Are, we don't, are Russian. We have nothing to launch. We don't have any capsules. We don't have any rockets. Man, what we are we doing? What are we doing? Taking a step in the wrong direction. That's what we're doing. we got to send you up to the moon, Ned. Uh, the moon's cool, but <laughs> I would say it's... I hate, I hate the moon for a totally different reason. Uh it's like an it's like an Astro's pet peeve to have a full moon or even a first quarter moon like we have right now. Uh huh. It ruins imaging. You can't see stuff. Oh gosh. Gotcha. Too bright. Yeah, yeah. So I hate the moon for that reason. The moon's a cool object to look at, and especially like if you, you know, get a small telescope and you first look at the moon, you're like, damn, this is cool. Right. But I wouldn't say I'm a veteran, but after you know, using telescopes and taking pictures of deep deep space objects you know i hate the moon it drives me nuts yeah too much interference and i prefer when the moon i either can't see it or it's just not in the sky yeah fair enough fair enough so you get that clear imaging of what you're actually trying to look at and study man that sucks yeah it's a huge huge cock block yeah the moon is actually the the astronomer cock block it's yeah it's it's funny as hell to think that yeah that's what it sounds like at least yeah i hate the moon do you think we can go to mars 100 percent. the math is there too I, I don't think it's, like, technologically even unfeasible. Like, it's totally possible. The With the way that uh, 
Pence pushed for it and the way that NASA is moving forward. And same thing with, with Musk. I totally think it's possible. Whether or not, you know, the way that they want to do it, NASA just wants to send another rocket and do kind of like a moon landing thing. Right. And Musk wants to build, like, a fucking spaceship and then yeah. move people over there. Whichever idea is, like, the more possible of the two, I don't know. But it's totally possible, 100%. You think there's any... Because I know I remember hearing about the Mars rover, right? It Wasn't there, like, there's, like, a ton of ice on Mars, right, that yeah. might have water under it? Or it looks like there was water there before? I, I think... Oh, no, there's totally been water on Mars' surface. Mars' surface there used to go. look a lot like Earth's. With Man. flowing water, lakes. Uh, you can see that. There are huge... Can- One of the biggest canyons in the solar system is... Uh, I forget the name of it. But it's on Mars. Right. And it's huge. Like, this just huge mark across... Like, it's the Grand Canyon to, the, like, dial to 11. Right, right. And it's huge. And that stuff only forms with running water. There's basins. Wow. There's basically, like... You-, you can tell where the oceans were. On Mars, right? You know, billions of years ago. What do you think happened? Well, I mean, the running theory is, you know, Mars has such a thin atmosphere, mm-hmm. it, and it can't really hold in heat. Like here on Earth, uh, global warming, hoax oh. as well. Hoax as well. Global not, warming is a hoax. Well, it happens, but it's totally not caused by humans. You don't I, think not, so? Not even. It's such a marginal percentage. <laughs> not even close. Really? It, you'd, be really? Talk, you'd be talking like. Uh, you'd be struggling to say half a percentage point is even really interesting. Why, why do you think that? It's just numbers. It's not even. But like what numbers? So people always tout carbon dioxide as like the killer. Yeah, of, CO2 of levels. Right. And they're like, oh, these numbers are out of control. If you really just look at the numbers, you know, they're not. They're, they're going up, but there's more water vapor in the air than there is CO2. And water vapor is a better greenhouse gas than CO2 is. Mm-hmm. So water vapor is actually the leading cause of it. And then people say, oh, methane, you know, too much livestock is going to cause global warming. Right, that's the and big argument. No, it won't. It hasn't. And you're saying that all of a sudden, now that we've industrialized farming, that now it's an issue. But before industrialization, whole farming wasn't an issue. And they pick and choose their fights. Um, if you look at graphs... That people take data of this to right. see if global warming is real or not, and if you look at the graph, global temperatures are actually just steadily going down. We are due for an ice age, really overdue. But then, why do you see like um, the ice caps melting and whatnot? It's if, just, if we're due for it, it's just the way it's Earth's way of preparing for it. There, there are plenty of theories uh, <clears throat> whether like the sun is correlated, like whether there are things called sunspots, whether those are correlated to Earth's. You know, seasons and age. how that goes. That's yeah, crazy. we are overdue for an ice age. It's like 20,000 20, years of, of ice age for the for the Earth. Right. And then 2,000 years of what we have now. And we are pushing, you know, the envelope of whether or not we're due for an ice age. Kind of like how California is due for the big one. You're right, right. We're ready the, for the a the big earthquake, earthquake or, right. or whether Yosemite super volcano, you know, finally blows the top. We're due for those things. And it's just a matter of time. There will right. be there will be an ice age, hundred percent before you before know, any kind overheats, of before the Earth overheats, hundred percent. But isn't the temperature like steadily? It's dropping. It's dropping. It's, it's dropping. dropping. It's not increasing at all, dude. It's so crazy because this is the thing I hate about our generation, and also like previous generations as well. Is that whenever they present data, it's all skewed. Yeah, 
And so, but on both sides, like, I feel like there's no happy middle ground between anyone trying to make arguments. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with, like, the duality of of our politics. Like, right. there's a left side and there's a right the side. The bipartisanship of it. Yeah, and you're sort of, you're basically cocked into choosing one. But exactly. um, you, you really have to step back and look at the world through through the eyes of a scientist. And I think that's the only way to look at it. If you look at the numbers, the numbers will never lie. If you look at the numbers straight up, not from like not from Fox News or from CNN either, either poll of it, right? Because you know CNN will just tout like with, with that with that Swedish girl Greta. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's total bullshit. Yeah, fuck that girl. Honestly, yeah, she's dude, a joke. I've heard a lot of conspiracies about she's her. She's a joke. She's she, the only reason why she's put in front of people is so you can't criticize a child. Exactly. Exactly. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. And then people, oh, you can't make fun of her. She's a child. You get on the big boy stage, you're going to get you right, like a right. big boy. Yeah, I agree with that. Wholeheartedly, I get the sentiment, and I get... There's probably some sort of, like, marketing strategy behind oh, having her do it. Yeah. There's no way... I mean, I'm sure she does care about the environment, but, like, she, she was fed some, like, yeah, serious was, script for yeah, that. Mommy and Daddy wrote it up, and she just said it. And now she's, like, protesting going to school until people stop driving cars and start riding horses. Okay. You, right. Like, you want us to progress backwards. Right. It just doesn't make sense yeah i don't think regressing is the is the right thought process behind it yeah it's not the not the right way to go about it like the only way to improve our situation is to to, is to let industry grow and that's what we're in right now we are in such an economic boom right now it's insanely you know good yeah, absolutely. For STEM fields, it's crazy good. You, you know, so much job security. So much job security, and you're going to be making easily 80, 90 right out the door, starting salaries. That's ridiculous, man. Just plain and simple. Even if you're like a technician, you're still making 70, 80 right out the door. Right. That's, that's huge. Good job security, and it's because yeah. it's because uh, the administration right now is doing its job. Mm-hmm. It's keeping other countries from taking our jobs. You see, people say this bullshit, and I hear and I hear it a lot because I'm Mexican. Yeah. You know, people saying. Oh, immigrants are taking our jobs. Immigrants are taking our jobs. I really think it's bullshit when people say, like, we should let, you know, an insane amount of immigrants into the country. Okay. There has to be some kind of control. Some sort of regulation. Yeah, because if we let, you know, these crazy amounts of immigrants into the country, like, you know, people are saying. Right. You're you're not going to get a job because those people need to work. They need to you know, survive here. Oversaturate the market. Yeah. It's all, it's, it's literally simple supply and demand. We have a supply of jobs right now, like just to the ceiling, breaking the point of like companies, they, they want you to work for them and they'll go out of their way to be like, Hey bro, we know you haven't even graduated yet. We'll pay for everything in your schooling. If you just please come work for us for five years, please just come work for us. Right. And you get job security, your shit's paid for. You don't have to worry about anything, but right. I, I totally agree that there should be some like i mean obviously there is regulation now of who comes in the country um now it's just a matter of so this is this is the tricky side of it so treating the like the deportation and the treatment of the people trying to get across the border is what's kind of wishy-washy for me yeah and i think that that's a like a totally different argument in terms of like what the issue is Right, right. And right. I think that, yeah, I think it's bullshit, you know, for people to want to come here and they come here legally and then they get treated like shit and they get deported. Like, that's bullshit. That's just bureaucracy working its magic. Right. And corruption, you know, working this thing. And that's something you can't avoid. Right. I don't think. And you see, like, a lot of these people coming from Mexico, um, 
claiming cartel violence and also cartel basically runs that country yeah and it kind of reminds me of like um fdr's like big stick policy where like we're we're in charge of the western hemisphere we will take care of everyone what what kind of happened since then like do we still kind of carry that same ego and that chip on our shoulder because if we do carry those kinds of virtues and values at this point then shouldn't we look to kind of extend our hand to kind of figure out something for them yeah I think that America definitely still still holds the big stick and holds an even bigger one. We basically take care of the entire world. Uh, there, right. there isn't a country that hasn't heard of us. Whether whether or not they think we're Satan and they hate us, or, right, right, or whether or not they're close allies, every country has heard of us. We we are the pinnacle of society. Even if you know, especially my generation doesn't think so. Uh, there is there. I'm, right. There's, there's, there's pros blessed. and cons too. Like yeah, this I'm country, just blessed. like every country, there's pros and cons. Of course, like yeah, but like I, 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 there are pros and cons. But I think like if you were born, like if I was born somewhere in Europe, or I was born somewhere in South America, or Somalia. anywhere, mm-hmm. it, it just wouldn't be the same. I this country, I would not have wanted to have been born anywhere else. Yeah, I I, I wholeheartedly agree with that as well. There's no way I would have been able to live the life I live now. Hundred percent. Anywhere, even in like people claim that Sweden, New Zealand have like great healthcare policies. They're like the ideal. Um, ideal place to live it's like even then like okay but like this place is so much opportunity and growth to really express yourself how you want to express yourself that's that's the american dream personified exactly and, and it really speaks true like we have a crazy well right now we have a crazy strong economy and and you really can just live your dreams like if you aren't satisfied with your line of work fuck it go do something else you can like exactly the structure is built there for you is it built there for everyone? I don't think so. Yeah, and probably not. Just the way capitalism is, like, people kind of have to get stepped on. And it's just the way it is. Like, I'm not saying that the people being stepped on should be treated like trash, but there is a there is a pecking order to how capitalism is run. And that gap is closing for, for wages. Uh-huh. The rich are not getting richer than the lower class are getting richer. You don't think so? No, the, the it's just math. Salaries are going up. You can get okay. you can get out of school and you're making 124,000 a year. But that's at, only at but that's like but that's like a, that's like STEM careers though, right? And as their money goes up, other jobs go up. Like technology is the basis for everything. If our technology in fast food gets better, right. Your wages are going to go up. Your quality of living is going to go up. 80 years okay. ago, or I'd say maybe 100 years ago, there were starving people in the street everywhere. Right. Now, like how many how many homeless people do you see every day? Like in a year. You're not seeing, you know, thousands of, hundreds of thousands. Right. You're not seeing a large portion of your city, you know, always on the streets, always begging for food. Right. It's still because pers- the system is built there. But I don't know, but I, I, I see what you're saying, but like I feel like... The, the way things are set up right now, there's a there's it's still disproportionate. Like for example, let's put El Segundo as a good example for yeah. this. There's no rent ceiling, right? No. So they could do whatever the fuck they want. Yep. But me and my family, their wages don't go up. El Segundo can do whatever they want. The rent they do not have a rent ceiling, so they can do whatever they want. And I feel like that's exactly what's happening in the southern in Southern California as a whole. And slowly it's trickling into the Latino um, boroughs like Hawthorne and Inglewood because the Ram Stadium, for example, yeah. that immediately increases all of the, the revenue 
within that uh, city around it. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of tough to, to pinpoint what the actual problem is. But I don't know. I feel like I feel like the rich, some rich are getting richer. And I think, oh, let's see. Like, for example, like you see, now, of course, you can chime in after this, but like Amazon not paying any taxes, Netflix not paying any taxes. I mean, Bezos is laughing all the way to the bank. So it's definitely like, I mean, in that scenario right there, he's getting richer and he's able to really not get hit at all for it. But he's he's playing the game and he and he's playing it smart. The loopholes that kind of Trump wrote into the the tax code again once he got into presidency, right? Yeah, uh, or something. That's that's what that's what I, I hear people. I, I, I really hear people throw, throw Trump under the rug and like don't get me wrong, you know he, he's a, he's a fucking douchebag. Right, right. He, he, he really is. He's scum. Um, yeah, and he but he plays he plays the game the the way he said he was going to, and very true. I didn't vote yeah. for him, but I also didn't vote for Hillary. I. Dude, pick just, your poison on that yeah. one, man. It was, was, it was like, rough on both sides. I, was, I just said, you yeah, know, fuck it, it doesn't matter. I, I live in California anyways. This state's voting blue whether or not I vote red. That's true, yeah. So I was like, I'll just take a step back and, you know, we'll see what happens. And he won, and he said that he's going to change He's gonna change the way this country's run, and he did. And he's doing it, yeah. and it's working out great. Uh, these, these economic booms are totally a product of his presidency and his alone. He just went ahead... You know, the fact that we're not taking in, you know, millions of immigrants from India or China, there's more jobs for us. Right. Same, as, with, same with people coming from Syria, right? Or other, like, yeah. places that are in some serious strife within their own and I country think, limits. Yeah, and I think that there, there are plenty of, you know, political problems that need to be resolved, you know, that can't be resolved through, you know, just being a douchebag and <laughs> saying America's the best, we're going to do whatever we want. Right, right, right. You know... He's doing what most presidents don't even do anymore, and that's taking care of home. And most, like, uh, yeah, you I, think, you I think of that. Obama's presidency, like, he was known for everything across the pond. Uh, yeah, foreign everything affairs. Everything he did across the pond. That don't was a specialty. He did it well. He did. He did a yeah, bang yeah. up job. But, you know, Obamacare fucked over a lot of people. Uh, God, like, God knows what else. And, like, I don't, I don't really like to, you know, dig into politics as much, but, like, when you think of just the best presidents, like who comes to mind? You know, Abraham Lincoln. Abe Lincoln. Ronnie Reagan. Uh, I, 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 don't Reagan. I don't know about Reagan. I don't know Ronnie Reagan. <laughs> I don't know. He, he was a great president. He, he, I mean, I'm sure he, he, he had a lot of turned, questionable kind of actions during his presidency. Yeah, and, I also, and he wasn't he wasn't a politician. And Very that, true. And that, was, he was, and that was the best thing about him, in my opinion. I think that politicians now are, you know, they're snakes. All of them. Almost all of them. You know, you have some people who are you know, devoutly American, and they show it, but, like... But, like, you could say the same about Trump, though. He's not a politician, no, but he's not. he is he, a snake. He's he's definitely I mean, a snake. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, Don't yeah, get me wrong. yeah, yeah. I mean, but, the way he created his wealth, I mean, he's kind of a snake, too, so... Yeah, but if you look at, you know, what he's doing, he's taking money from the rich. He, the elites do not like him. He is not liked within the inner circles of, you know, really rich people and the rich people in Washington. But, like, okay, rich people in Washington, but, like, rich people including, like, CEOs of companies? Yeah, they don't like him. He's, it's interesting, but why, like, why would a Bezos hate a man like Trump? So, Bezos, Bezos is making crazy money, right? Trump, yeah, Trump stupid, is making loopholes, but, like, that's not where Bezos is making his money. He's getting tax cuts, but right. that's not where his money's coming from. He's making, what, $11 billion? Mm-hmm. He's not gonna lose ten billion off of tax cuts. No fucking way. He'll lose, you know, maybe half a billion. Right, right. And that's a drop in the bucket for him. 
Right. Like he's no making his, he's making his money off of not having to pay Americans American salaries. Right. Okay, I see. He can just outsource a billion workers or a million workers from India and the Indian government will be like, take these million people. They're well trained. They know what they're talking about. Pay them 55,000 a year. We don't care how much you pay them. Pay them minimum wage. We don't care. Right. Just give them a job. By the time they get their green card and they're a citizen, you have to pay them actual working wage. And then they're going to leave, come back here, and bring industry with them. Mm. So Jeff Bezos is making his money off of having Chinese workers, Indian workers, Just Mexican outsourcing, workers. Outsourcing Man, he's paying labor. them 55000 a year for a job that an American working it is 124 Right. He's cutting it in half, you know, even then. And these aren't even things that, you know, they're doing behind the government's back because they can't just bring in these workers. They can't just... Jeff Bezos doesn't have the power to be like, yeah, we'll just take a million of y'all, just come on down. Just throw them into the country. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. that's a government thing. Right. And you have, you know, politicians who are signing bills to say, yeah, just let a million of them in. And they're being lobbied by the government of India saying, please, bro. We'll pay you whatever you want. Lobby. Come here, bro. Just take our million workers, right. please. Do us a real one. Yeah, and, and they're making money off of it. And Trump put his foot down and was like, no, American people need American jobs. Right. I agree with that philosophy. And, and that's 100% that, what he's doing, and he's, and he's doing a bang-up job of it. And the elites hate him for that. Sure, he's, he's doing tax cuts. And I think, I don't want to say reasonable, but I don't think they're the worst things in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's... Like, regardless of whether or not the rich are, are getting richer, the, the rate at which they're getting richer is less than the rate that the lower classes are getting more uh, getting more wealthy. More wealthy, more The gap is closing. It's not, it's not like closing, like, you know, where so we're, fast, paying, we're right. paying percentages of each other. You know, there's still a, there's still a gap. It has to be a steady incline. It's, close, it's closing. Yeah, yeah. And the welfare that, you know, the lower class gets, the, the higher the standard of living becomes. And soon... If, if your country is making enough money for everybody that, you know, healthcare won't even be a problem. Fuck it. Give it to the, give it to another country. Like we make so much money. Right. We don't need, we don't need it. It's a drop in the bucket for us to finance Canada, finance Mexico, finance. Why is there the so much national world? debt in that case? Right. It's these questions. Yeah. That really that, well, you you really have to just like, it's an exponential growth. Like, yeah. If we get going the, like where we are right now, it's like 5% economic growth. Yeah. That five is going to exponentially jump up to like, let's say it goes up by a factor of five. Mm-hmm. Your five goes to 25. 25, right. 25 goes to 125. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then onward and upwards. And you're going to be eventually making such ridiculous money working at McDonald's that, you know, welfare isn't a problem for you. Like if your electric bill is 10 bucks a month. Right. And they raise it to 30. Are you really crying wolf? No, definitely not. Yeah. 20 bucks. It's 20 bucks. But yeah, I can make do with that. Right, right. But my, like my concern with that also is that technology is that... It's going to keep on booming the, the way it is. And, of course, that's why, like, you have your Andrew, Andrew Yangs with the universal basic income and also prepping off the truck drivers. Like, yo, you're going to lose your jobs in, like, five years. Yeah. You get this shit automated. Same thing with, like, people at fast food restaurants yeah. or fast food um, um, places. But, I mean, we can go in circles about this all day. Because it's like, it's, like, so many different factors that either support Trump because I know that one thing that was included with like his economic growth was that um, Uber and Lyft jobs that were included in that, but those aren't like sustainable jobs where you get healthcare, you get yeah. vacation time, sick time. So it's like a hard thing to include into a into any statistic. Yeah. But either way, I 
am kind of on board with like the space the space funding. Yeah, and I think I think he, as long as all pants, I think he did a bang up job of it. Yeah, I think he did. I think he did the right thing. Like he totally just space force everything. Everything Biden undid, he redid, and was like, yeah, we're we're going back to the moon, hundred percent, without a doubt. And I think that's something that a lot of scientists and engineers needed to hear because, like, if you're right. working at NASA, you're doing research for things that. What know, what are they like, doing? You're doing research for like things on Earth, and like you're doing weather charts and stuff like that, and you know, and meteorologist kind of jobs. Yeah, it's not really what you signed up for. If you signed right. up for NASA in the '60s, you're like, I'm gonna launch a fucking rocket, and we're gonna go to the moon. We're gonna beat the gonna fucking go, Soviets. We're gonna go to Jupiter. We're gonna go to Saturn. Exactly. Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. The final frontier, man. Yeah. We're supposed to stretch the boundaries. Yeah, and then blink of an eye, suddenly the American Space Agency is a, a laughing stock. It's a joke. <sighs> yeah. They don't do anything. So right now the, the path they're on, I think, is perfect. I think it's it's just what the industry needs. Cause perfect, yeah. It, it has to be funded by a government. I don't think any private corporation has you know the funding or even like the the manpower to. SpaceX will never be able to match right sixties NASA ever. I just don't right think it's possible. yeah. It'd be the greatest feat to see that happen. They It'd would, be insane. Yeah, they would have to basically become their own country. Right. And like basically just like like a worldwide corporation just harnessing ridiculous amounts of money to finance that i think i think it's a good propellant if like nasa was just like fuck it we'll just buy spacex and y'all can work for us elon musk you know come on board like really just hit us with the ideas let's see what we can do together that would be like kind of like the dream team situation the dream team yeah that'd be insane but i think think there's a lot of pride involved with uh elon and what he created with spacex yeah and i I think it's 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 his due diligence to give him the respect he deserves like he definitely put in the effort put in the hours to make something nobody you know would ever think of like you think of private corporations like in in science fiction like you think stark some guy yeah like stark industries like one guy single-handedly pushing the frontier like that's just beyond it but he did it and props to him for but, real. Man, doing that, being Tony Stark for real, man. That's that's a the push. real life Iron Man. Yeah, that, that's a push. <laughs> it is, it is most definitely. And so, um, just to kind of uh, kind of go back a little bit, I do have more questions about the like space about space. Yeah, I really, really want these answered to the best of your ability. Why did the Big Bang take place? Ooh, why, why, why? That's a hard question. I won't ask how, but why? Why did it take place? Uh, People, the most common explanation I hear uh, is like quantum fluctuation, quantum fluctuations. So, Mm -hmm. like, energy is, well, how the big, or what the Big Bang is, is like just like this infinitely small uh, point of energy in nothing. Um, Eventually, the like quantum properties of that of that area. Eventually, something is going to slip out, and once something goes into nothing, everything must be something. Holy shit! So, <laughs> as wow. soon as the cat's out of the bag, all of the cats have to come out of the bag. Right. So I think it was just like a probability thing. Like the, the universe, for all we know, could have stayed in that state for another ten billion years. Right, and then just exploded four billion years ago. We we really don't know why. Just taking a shot in the dark, basically, or kind of like how. Yeah, it's a pretty big shot in the dark. You can only see so far back. Right, right. Um, that 
uh, there's a wall of um, heat, basically, of light. Um, it's called the cosmic background, uh, cosmic background microwave radiation, uh-huh. and it's basically the aftermath of the Big Bang. So if you were like a grenade exploding and you were in the grenade as it exploded, you're seeing the explosion go outwards from the inside. Yeah. So you're basically seeing the Big Bang afterwards. That's so crazy. So wow. you can see the Big Bang like even on an old TV set. Like yeah. That that blurring or that static. Yeah. Fifty yeah, yeah. percent of that static is the Big Bang. And the TV's picking up the Big Bang. That's so that's so cool. It's <laughs> crazy cool. Yeah. But beyond that, we can't see. Right. Because it's basically just a wall of, of superheated plasma. It's cooled down now, but that energy is still there, and we can't see past it. Oh, so geez. that's as far as the universe goes back as we know, and yeah. we can't see past that. Because that, that background radiation is when the universe cooled enough. Right. Or was cool enough. It was still pretty hot, but cooled enough for, you know, us to see it and like stuff to start taking shape. Because right. if you look at the background radiation, and you put it on a flat surface, and then you take the projected model of the universe and overlay it, pretty damn similar. Wow. The universe was basically designed that long ago, just while it was being exploded into existence. Jeez, and. That kind of leads me to my next question, where how are we able to tell how old, or when did the Big Bang take place? Yeah, like so how just, long ago? Yeah, so, so it's just, the same structure, right? That you were just saying, like... Yeah, you look at that same radiation, um, and you basically measure... Because light, light travels in a wave, and that wave can be stretched. Um, it's called a Doppler shift. Mm-hmm. So if the light is going towards you, uh, it'll compact. And become more blue mm-hmm. and if it goes away from you it'll stretch and become more red so um that light has been stretched really far out yeah so if you know uh what what uh wave it should have been at before and then you subtract the stretch you find the actual wave that was emitted at the beginning mm, and I that see. stretch can tell you the time so from that radiation, we can see uh, that the universe is like 13, 14 billion years old. Like 13.8 to 14.2 billion years old. Right. So ancient. Ancient as fuck. Yeah, yeah. The sun was some odd 5 billion years ago, and then Earth was 4 billion. Uh, dinosaurs 165, or 65 million. Uh-huh. And um, humans, proto-humans like 20,000. Right. And then the birth of the internet some 30 30 40 years 30 40 years man yeah wow the whole timeline of human history human history and also dinosaurs wow that's crazy so um you believe dinosaurs existed yeah 100 you ever hear those like arguments that they don't exist i think that's the craziest like conspiracy theory that people can come up with like it just you have these blows my mind and then people are like yeah no dinosaurs weren't real that's bullshit yeah yeah like why would that even impact your view of the world? And exactly. Like, I don't get how dinosaurs having existed like violates people's worldviews. But you know, people come up with conspiracy theories for like the nuttiest things. For real, um, like flat Earth. Yeah, and, and people prove themselves wrong all the time doing it. <laughs> There's that one guy who like built a rock and I was like, "Watch, I'm gonna go right here because the Earth is flat." And he went right where the Earth was because it's a circle or because it's a globe. <laughs> right. And everybody was like. 
Yeah. And he's like, yeah, no. Y'all did something to the rocket. Earth's flat still. Don't worry about it. Dude, that's ridiculous to me. Yeah. It's such a good meme, though. Yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's funny. It's so funny. It's just so ridiculous, too, though. Makes zero sense to me. Yeah, no. You, you, have, you have the pictures. You, you can see the curvature of the Earth. Like, the math supports it. How can you say otherwise? Just like, nah, sorry, dude. People get too, Not attached, feeling it. too attached to their emotions, and they don't look at the numbers. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it. That's what it seems like. That's what it comes down to in everything, from science to economics to politics. People nowadays, I think, are way. Or humans over history have always been like this, but way too attached to their own personal views and not really looking at the big picture, the numbers. The numbers will never lie to you. Yeah, they're there for a reason. That's true. Yeah, we definitely live in a very, um, I would say, toxic time. I think we're, so too. We're like, there's really no middle ground. No. It's like, that's why you have the people on the left fighting and not budging at all, and you have people on the right not budging at all. People outstandingly refuse to see a different way. And that's why I personally think nothing gets done at all. No, exactly. That's why we're at a stalemate every time. Yeah, it's, it's just like nothing's stupid. progressing. Really, people will do the most ridiculous things and in an attempt to push something like. A, like this impeachment bullshit with Trump. Not to go back to him again. No, but yeah, like, but it's you, you crazy. But you don't think there's any foul play, dude? They started. <laughs> they started it in a way that they shouldn't have been able to. Nancy Pelosi has no power to start the articles of impeachment, and she did anyways. Right. Already, okay. already, the, those articles of impeachment—they're bullshit. Even, even if, and I'm not, I'm not defending him. Right. I'm sure he's. He's a fucking Slimy idiot. guy. Yeah, 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 he's a fucking idiot, and I'm sure he said some bullshit that he shouldn't have. And right, and now he's getting put on blast for it. And and as it should be, if you are like the leader of the greatest country, and you're a leader, you're supposed to be the leader of the free world, and you go around saying some dumb shit, and somebody catches you saying it, gonna you're be- gonna get put on the you're gonna get put on the chopping block, and that's just the way it is. Like with Watergate, oh, Nixon talks some shit, yep. it got recorded, and there Boom. you go. Yeah, and before he even got impeached, he knew he was fucked. And he was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna leave. Y'all never impeach me. I'll see you later." Yeah, exactly. He gets to leave like that. And I wouldn't be surprised if you know if these articles of impeachment you know go through. I really don't think they won't. But if they do go through, I'm sure Trump's just gonna take the same path. Like, all right, thanks for the uh, thanks for the trip. See you guys. uh, See you guys around. Exactly. That's that's probably more than likely. But I remember um, I just listened to like these judges speak on the the whole impeachment process and how. If it if it's actually an impeachable kind of crime, yeah. So they had four people that, or five judges in total, four of the judges. They they seem all pretty level headed, but they definitely seem a little more liberal. And so they were like, impeachable offenses. There's no reason why we shouldn't impeach them. But then they had the fifth one who was hired by the, um, not hired, but he he definitely leans more um, conservative. Yeah. And he was the most sound person, I think, because he was just like, okay, he did some fuck shit, basically. All right, yeah. we get it. He, he did something wrong. And if you guys do impeach him, make sure you don't fuck this up. Yeah. Because if there's any room, any wiggle room of him not being impeached or, like, something falls through and is like, oh, shit, we shouldn't have impeached him, it's going to completely fuck up things for the future generations. Yeah. So if we're going to do it, it has to be... An ironclad kind of yeah, it has to be soundproof, watertight. It has to be yeah, because you're taking the, the it's a huge, huge job. Not only 
is like the way they're doing it illegal unconstitutional <laughs> but like if they do it wrong if they do like the actual argument wrong oh man it's just gonna be a, it's gonna be it's gonna be a ugly bloodbath. it's gonna be like a bloodbath you see, you see people all the time saying america's due for a civil war america's due oh, for a civil oh war. god and that really just scares the shit out of me because people you know some people really like didn't think about that yeah like, yeah totally like i buy guns in case you know my neighbor fucks around. Shit hits and, the fan, and yeah, I have to fucking fan and I have to shoot, shoot my way out of here. Fucking shoot Gerald down the street, that fucking Trump supporter. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's it's like, fuck. Yeah, it's like, come on, guys. Let's. Like, I heard. Um, fuck, I forgot who was on the Joe Rogan podcast, but uh, he he said that we we're kind of due for uh, something like nine eleven to happen again, because it was yeah, like dude. because like there was so much camaraderie after nine yeah. eleven, like. Uh, George Bush's approval ratings were in the shitter towards then. But then as soon as 9-11 hit, it's like nearly perfect. Yeah. Like we came together as a country. And he was saying, he's like, we're kind of, that would that would fix a lot of things right now. Like a really devastating, Yeah. not that I would wish that, yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. But like that if, would. If you could get it across in a nicer way. Right. <laughs> you would want it. But like, right. yeah, no, I, I don't think it necessarily needs to be like a tragedy. But like there has to be something that affects everybody here. To unite them because like i don't know what it's gonna take it's like though. the most divided and i haven't been you know here that long right only only, only a few only two decades cresting two decades but same yeah it's crazy like you look back and you're like damn bro the civil war really divided people and then you look at today and you're like this shit looks too similar to, right to be a to be a joke yeah legit it literally looks like we're on the cusp of something so ugly in this country. Yeah, like the Civil War back then. Like, if you were a northerner and you were a southerner, like, you could tell. Yeah. In the same way, like, if you like Trump and you don't, you can tell. And they'll let each other know. Exactly. I think it's just it's just a sad state of affairs. It really is. It really it's, is. It's, There's it's no unfortunate, unity. unfortunate. And I think they're fighting over the wrong thing. Like, Trump, I don't even think Trump should, is, is really the issue. Because if he gets reelected and he's just going to keep doing the same shit he was doing now, like, yeah, like if you've heard his speeches, it's not like he's saying, like, some totally radical thing. Right, right. Or, like, people hound him for being a racist or being a misogynist, and it's like, it, not everybody is perfect, and I'm not, I'm not allowing, you know, Right, right, not passing he says, like, giving him he a pass says, on like, it, he's but... dumb shit. Yeah, he's he, an idiot. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, like he's a smart fucking guy when it comes to money. Oh, dude, he's, he knows how to make money, and that's why we're making money now. And that's all I applaud him for. <laughs> right, right. His Twitter rants. Okay, okay. His foreign policy. His foreign like his foreign relations. Rocket he's a man. Cause fucking. He's a clown. Yeah, he's just he's just not the right president. But I feel like I feel like electing him as president was a form of protest. I think it was because so you go from a. A well-educated, not saying, like, you know, Trump's well-educated in yeah. fucking business, sure, but, like, a well-educated, well-spoken um, president like Obama to the completely other side of the spectrum kind of yeah. president. And I, I remember people, like, even friends of mine were like, yo, I'm fucking tired of these fucking politicians running this country. We need a businessman to start getting in there and really start stirring the pot. Yeah. And so, you know, I get it. It definitely seems like a form of people being fed up with politics at them or politicians more so yeah because it is like you said earlier like there are some scumbag politicians yes that will sign off on bills at the expense of everyone that who elected them yeah they don't give a fuck they'll be like yeah well i'll take that fucking 50 grand bag that you're throwing at me let's fucking do this 
They don't give a fuck. No. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's why I see Trump is like, people are like, I can't believe he fucking won. Oh my, I'm like, yeah, he, he I expected the, it. He was the Hail Mary throw. Yeah, exactly. like, if you, you look at literally every other candidate, every other candidate dodged questions like on foreign policy. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. well, we'll make sure China and Russia don't do anything. And Trump was the only guy like, America comes first. I don't give a fuck about China. Right. It's like, they want to pull bullshit. Fuck them. Don't care. Right. He's like, North Korea wants to pull bullshit. Fuck them. Yeah, exactly. Don't care. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you guys come first. And it's like been so long since you like you really heard somebody say it. Mm-hmm. And then and then he does it. Like, Trump's approval ratings at the beginning were... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Whoa. <laughs> like, homeboy really, really let himself go. Yeah, but yeah. But like, now, after, like, people are like, he really... Did what he said he was gonna do. Right. I like I totally wouldn't mind having him for another run. Unless somebody comes up with something better. You look at all these democratic politicians. We need and they're all clowns. Right. Socialism, communism in this country, just right. it's not gonna work. I think the best bet for the Democrats is a more moderate stance. Because once again, fuck, I hate these democratic debates or any debates. Yeah. There's no fucking way you can say this is what I'm going to do for taxes or economic growth in this country. You give, I give you a minute to fucking say what you have to say. Yeah. That's why you have people like Bernie. They, he looks fucking nuts in those debates. He's just yeah. like, oh, fucking uh, free healthcare, free education, da da da. I'm yeah. just like, this guy's fucking senile. What is <laughs> happening? Crazy. And I'm like, but when you hear him on Joe Rogan's podcast, it's a free flowing. He could just talk for fucking five hours, two hours, half an hour, yeah. and he can, you know, it gives him more of a chance to state his like stance on how to improve certain things in this country i'm like okay it gives them a shot but like i'm tired of these sound bites yeah these sound bites get, are fucking trash yeah, like ah oh, free free point. education free health care like okay yeah i know you want to do that but realistically we need a more moderate stance so that we can either a from like the democratic side a get republicans to really look at him like okay we can kind of like compromise somewhere between that but no one's gonna compromise if you're Asking for something on the completely different side of the spectrum. Yeah. Because it's just too irrational to think that's how shit gets yeah, done. Yeah, you, you're, you're jumping to, like, to, to the most foregone conclusion. Like, you you, right. are, you were basically telling people who are your constituents, like, you're like, oh, yeah, when I get elected, best case scenario, without a doubt. And everybody's kind of like, dude, there's no way that happens. Yeah, right. And, like, I think people are just... Like not buying into into the BS anywhere. Like they're they're not buying into the actual selling points because that's because that's all they are when you're like running for your when you're doing the primaries and you're trying to get the actual spot. You're just saying your punchlines. Right, it. running headlines. That's yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. but like now and like and they never get anything done. Like every president promises that they'll do something radical, right? And it never gets done. It's like your class president promising Taco Tuesday. To get your vote, but you know it's not gonna happen. <laughs> We're not getting but you hear it and you're like, Taco Tuesday sounds pretty Fuck good. Yeah, once I'll I'll yeah, exactly. And then they get elected and they're like, Hey, yo, so Taco Tuesday, that shit really ain't happening. Yeah, we can do we it maybe it. once this year. And they're like, We can get like a taco one Tuesday. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's all you're getting. And I think, like, but that's like, that's kind of like the, the same thing that kind of that Trump ran into with, like, I think this is this is this is his biggest problem is that the shit that he says. It's just unformulaic. He just he isn't think. well spoken. He doesn't think. He doesn't think. That's, just, that's his worst thing. Exactly. And that's why like he sets people off in such the wrong way with like build that wall. Build yeah, that wall. I'm like, it. fuck, dude. I'm like, you're an idiot. Like he, just, he 
he he had like an idea of what he wanted to do for immigration reform, and and he did a good job at stopping like Chinese workers and stuff like that. But then he was like, he's like, yeah, yeah fuck China, fuck India, fuck those workers. And he's like, and fuck the rapists in Mexico. I'm like, dude, you gotta <laughs> like, think, dude, what? So like, you can't say shit like that. I'm like, you just cut out like all of these voters. And then, and then it surprised me because more Latinos voted for him than they did for Hillary. And I was like, yeah, well, fucking, like I said, it's like pick your poison with those candidates. Hillary wasn't squeaky clean coming into that election either. Yeah, no, there was a, a lot of bullshit going on. And I, and I think, I don't know, this last election was just like a total shit show. Dude, I fucking it really hated it. It was just it. pick your poison. Yeah, no, exactly. It was just so bad. I think we got the better end of it. To, in my opinion, I think we got the better end of it. Yeah, I, I think I, if we had Hillary, like, like, people have been trying to impeach Trump since he got into office, but, like, if it was Hillary, bro, you would not hear the end of it from that man. I know. And he, and he yeah. would just front yeah. it. And I think, like, Hillary had enough shit on her for, like, after she'd lost, it was kind of like, you just take the L, and she's like, I know, I know what I have to do to get back into the limelight. But, like, right. Trump doesn't know how to take an L, ever. No, yeah. Like, if he, he's crying if, all the way yeah, home. He's... he's if he takes an L, kicking and screaming, he's gonna let you know that it wasn't really an L. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, and I still, as much as I would like to give him a chance, which I, you know, I constantly try to, I really try to find the other perspective to it. It's just like some of the shit he says is just like you make it really fucking hard for me to give you another shot at this. <laughs> yeah, he, you really have to just take take uh, like what he's what he actually wants to do and then what he says like. The shit he says, I don't condone. I think he's a fucking retard. Yeah, He yeah. says the dumbest shit. And when he says dumb shit, I'm like, yeah, okay, well, unfortunately, you are my president. But exactly. When I look at what he's done, I'm like, fuck yeah, thank God you're my president. Right. For what you've done, like, numbers-wise, good job. For what you type in your 240-character limit, you're an idiot. Yeah, he's just... He makes Somebody it so needs hard. to take his phone away. Yeah, I know. He, and they, it blows he, my mind that this that they let these things happen. Like he'll say he'll he'll be in an argument with somebody, say some BS, and then like you'll read the tweet and you're like, "What you just said went against everything you just argued for." And I'm like, "You're an idiot." I'm like, "If you just stop tweeting and just say everything you want in like in an open setting, because when he's in an open setting, so much more well spoken. Like believe- when he's in front of a camera, he knows." To just dial it fucking down. Right. But when he's on his phone, always all caps, just at the top of his lungs. Like that picture he posted the other day. Fuck, dude, where his face oh. was like on top of Rocky's oh, album. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that shit had me dying. Like, <laughs> so where, like how do you crazy. get the audacity to post that kind of shit? Exactly. And you have people like with like 2 million Instagram followers with a PR team. I'm like, what the fuck? Where's the PR team for this guy? Yeah. He, he needs some sort of like. Someone who just kind of you know, let's, let's dial it back, Don. Like that's let's let's not say those kinds of things to fucking Kim Jong Un. Yeah, it's crazy. I think he he takes his he takes his job as like a as the big honcho a little too far. Sometimes it works. Like I didn't think anybody would be able to you know talk Kim Jong Un down, but fuck no, he did it. He did, and, he, I, and he went over there and was like, "Hey, bro, you fuck around with those nukes again." We're gonna beat the shit out of you, and he's like, "I'm not joking around." And then he went back over, and he's like, "Yeah, we're great guys. Me and him, best friends." Like, and he's he was like, he, he even said, yeah, "I think we fell in love." And I was like, "Damn, North Korea really ain't that bad if they're working with us." <laughs> and then now he goes and he's like, "Why do you think I love that little guy, Rocket Man, great guy?" And I'm like, "You are a Jesus. fucking Jesus. I know. Idiot. He just says I mean, the worst thing." So and then they're like, "Yeah, you like 
get come get our Christmas present. I'm like, dude, god damn it. I know. He's I'm just telling you, he, he makes it hard. It's definitely not an easy kind of fucking place to be where I'm like, you know, I really want to give this guy the benefit of the doubt because I, I kind of wish the same for Obama where, like, the people who hated him are like, just give him a shot. So I can't be the same. I can't, be, yeah, I can't be the same person that those people were to Obama. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm trying to give Trump a ch- like a fucking shot here. But every other day when he's talking shit about fucking Mexicans yeah. or other world leaders, I'm like, jeez, dude, please. Like, yeah, I'm really gotta, trying to fucking. You got to pick. Pick what you want to hear from him. I try my absolute best to hear nothing that he says. I just look at the numbers and I'm like, good shit. I'm like, but I recognize your administration for that. And, right, right. And the government, maybe not the government as a whole, but like your administration for pushing that narrative. Good good on you for that. Right. But like as soon as he starts tweeting, you know, my notifications are off. Mm, tune out. <laughs> tuned out. Same thing with Obama. Like when he did good shit, I was like, nice. Right. Good work. But then, you know, you look at the numbers and I'm like, dude, you are... This shit is not working out. Like, cut your fucking losses and get the hell out of there. Same thing with Trump. Like, when he was doing this wall bullshit, I was like, dude, cut your losses. Like, shit's not working out. Like, you're a fool already and it's tanking. Exactly. And Nobody, like, you, you, you're senile to think that you can just push a fucking billion dollar bill over to Mexico. And they're like, for sure, Holmes, we got this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Stupid. But, like, it goes back to what you were saying, that he can't take an L. And so, like, he promised it. And he's like, no, no, I got to follow through this yeah, promise. I, I can't through. do it. And then... It's like, bro, just let it go. Yeah, whether or not just he follows through, like, he's done enough where, like, he's shown his resolve, and I think he's, like, one of the most, uh, I don't want to say honest, but he followed through on a lot of the shit he said. Mm-hmm. Straight up, just straight followed through, and there was no bullshit about it. I think yeah. that was good on him. Right. Yeah, I definitely have to do a little deeper dive into, into uh, his side of the story, because, of course, all you see are headlines, how this dude's a... Uh, a monster, yeah, toxic for the country. But I definitely should do some due diligence, and you know, let's look into some some of the numbers, like you're saying. Like let's yeah. let's let's run this shit up and let's see how it matches yeah, with the them. numbers. Will never lie, and especially like right now. You really have to get your news from everywhere. Right. Like, if right. you just tune into Fox, you're only going to hear what Fox thinks. If you tune in CNN, you're only going to learn what CNN thinks. You turn right. to MSN. It's all that bullshit, NBC. It's all the shit. Yeah, yeah you, you're only going to hear one side of the story, so you got to take both sides, realize they're both exaggerating, and then try to find the truth somewhere in between. Just meddle through the bullshit. Yeah, and most people, most people are too lazy to do that. They're, they're uneducated enough to know when people are just chatting shit. Like, right. Like for global warming, when you have people coming out and saying, "Yeah, you know, the Earth is doomed in 20 years," and then you look at the numbers and you're like, "You don't know what you're talking about. This shit is gonna be fine." Right, and that's another thing too, where I don't look on the other side of the of the of the studies too, because once again, you only watch the documentaries that clearly support one of the two sides, and yeah. then also the headlines and articles, obviously going to choose one or the other, and so it's definitely good knowledge to be like, okay, let's let's see what's on the other side of the. Of you look, the, you look for what you want to see, right? And and, and it's not a bad thing, um, as long as you you know do your due diligence and looking for what you don't want to see. Right. Because somewhere in between what you want to hear and what you don't want to hear is is what you need to hear. Mm-hmm. And the truth is buried in there somewhere. Like, the truth on, not global warming, I think that that's just a pure numbers thing. But, like, if you were going to argue, you know, Trump stuff, like impeachment stuff, like, the truth is in there somewhere. Underneath all these, you know, people lying over here, people covering stuff over there. Right. It's It's hidden in there. We just got to find it. Dude, you got to dig through it. Exactly. And that's the toughest part about it shit in our generation because i remember um 
on the first podcast I had with Christian Davis where we talked about um, health and fitness and how there's like 20 articles saying how great keto is and then 20 articles saying it's the next thing to a heart attack. Yeah. So it's like you got to meddle through the bullshit and kind of figure out what what's the truth and what's the underlying factor to this that makes it good or bad or you know what somewhere in the middle yeah and you find and you find the truth and i think like you really it just it really just comes back to numbers like if you read 10 of those articles that are good for keto none of them will have numbers it's just pure purely anecdotal they're like yeah i went on keto had a great time look at me now and you're like well good for you but is it actually healthy just because (laughs) you did it and it turned out good for you doesn't mean it's great for everybody exactly and then the same on the opposite oh keto almost killed me and it's like well that's just you like where are the numbers like i don't like anecdotal evidence only goes so far right not everyone's body works the same also i can't base like my lifestyle off what you experienced in your life because we have two different body compositions like when you dumb it down to like well i like people like are like either vegetarian or meat eaters they're like oh no vegetarian is the way no, eating meat's the way. Yeah. Like, fuck, it, it varies person to person. It can't be yeah, like... Some people can live it just totally vegan and be fine, and, and they won't get sick. And then some exactly. people will go vegan, and it's like definitely, definitely for their body. Exactly. Different people have different metabolisms, allergies, you know, everything plays into it. Some people are vegan by necessity. Exactly, exactly. And some people, you know, are vegan just by choice. And you really just have to narrow down and really look for what, you're, what you want to hear. Exactly, and also look for what you don't want to hear as well. Yeah, figure that just out. find the middle ground, and exactly, and you'll always find the truth there. I don't, I don't think there's a middle ground where you won't find the truth, or you'll find a semblance of it, or yeah. like the the crystal the crystal ball is in there somewhere. You just you gotta have take to it. take for it. Yeah, it's just a heaping pile of BS, especially you know for for anything. The the more controversial something becomes, the more people who shouldn't be talking about it talk about it. Exactly, like stuff like global warming. Why, why, why is you know nine-year-olds or trump or people or politicians talking about global warming you, you didn't go to school for this you know nothing about the numbers yeah, yeah exactly i'm like but for some reason you guys are the the spokesman the for this spokesperson for this mm-hmm. for something that's supposedly bad and i think that's bs or for like nuclear energy politicians are the ones you know defining nuclear energy yeah we should go green i definitely think so yeah and we'll get there naturally because it's just the most efficient thing to do there's zero waste involved with green energy Right, I see what you're saying. And, and naturally, you'll go there. You go towards the most efficient path every time. That's just how humanity is. We built the wheel, super efficient. Steam engines, super efficient. Electricity, super efficient. <laughs> right. Efficiency, like technology and industry is what makes a country more wealthy. You look at third world countries, why are they third world countries? They don't have technology. They don't have industry. Mm-hmm. That's why they're poor. Yep. And some like conglomerate like the United States, you know, we're built on industry. Industry is, you know, in our blood. Technology is you know, what pushes us forward. That's why we're so we're so wealthy. Exactly. Right. And then other countries like China, they piggyback on the success of other countries and, and I, I try think, to replicate it as much as they yeah, can. And I, I think I think uh, the world will explode before the United States does. What what's going on in Hong Kong and China. Oh yeah, that's rough times over there right now. And I think it's good. I think it's great. Some good inner turmoil. Hong Kong is, you know, Taiwan is just running the streets fucking crazy. Yeah. And some of the protests have spread over to China. That's crazy. And if China... Slow trickle, man. If China blows up, dude... Oh, man. The world could go... They they killed 40 million people setting the country up to be a communist state. 
And I can't imagine how many more they'll kill to keep it that way. But if the, like the people get together and they really just put pedal to the metal on it, imagine having two, you know, straight capitalist countries with the powers of the U.S. and China, and they get along. The world, wow. the world you build with them is is insanely good. Exactly. Yeah. And those two economies bolstering each other. Like I was telling you, as you exponentially, you know, grow up with your economy, the more money you make, the more money you can give away to other people. You know, exactly, and, and people complain about that now. Oh, Jeff Bozos or Amazon or Google—all these people make so much money. Why don't they give it to the poor? And it's like you have no idea how much money it would take. Jeff Bozo, you know, Jeff Bezos hasn't made enough money his entire life to fund for the you know amount of people you want to you pay for. Mm-hmm. Or like people pushing that that uh, bill for. Uh, unified healthcare, or uh, whatever it's called, basically free healthcare for everybody. Right. Yeah. We can't afford that right now, even if you took all the money on the planet and put it in a pile. Right. It's just not possible. It's hard. It's hard right now. It's impossible. Yeah. It's, it's not possible, even in the slightest sense of it. It's crazy. Yeah. But people start making more money, and and money is like, I hate thinking of, I, I hate that people really just like hone in on money now, like it, it, the fact that people are so like monetary and in their views is like it's just it's a sad state of affairs but money now is just like an artificial thing that we use to just to value things Mm -hmm. and if that artificial currency becomes more and more precious everything will grow as a result yeah and certain commodities that are rare now like you know healthcare is crazy expensive now if healthcare is 300 bucks now and then it goes up to 500 you're like fuck bro this is killing me. <laughs> right. But if you know you're making enough money where 300 bucks to 500 bucks is like 10 to 30, it's all right. It's not bad. Not a bad hit at I all. I can pay for that. Yeah, exactly. And you're paying for top of the line healthcare. And I hate when people compare, you know, free healthcare in other countries to their healthcare here. Yeah, you get free healthcare, but you're getting whoever's on staff, whether right. or not they're the top of the line or not. Mm-hmm. And you're just getting your first come, first serve. Here, you pay to get taken care of. And, it's, and I think that's the way it should be. You're paying for top of the line every time. But that's like assuming, of course, you can afford that. Yeah, and some, and, and I think it's unfortunate, you know, that it's right. at a point where, like, if you're if you're unable to pay for insurance in the first place, and you have to go to the hospital, you know, you're already racking twenty grand taking the wee woo bus over. Exactly. And you're fucking yourself over there. Who knows what you have to do? See, you know, so like stuff there, like shit like that blows my mind too. Or it's just like every step of the way is of chance to make some money yeah it's a capitalistic view of our country and i unfortunately well i don't want to say unfortunately but that's really just the way it has to be you think so it has to, i think it has to be because yeah. i think it's a ridiculous notion that like let's say i make i make a lot of money but i don't make like jeff bezos money let's say as i go along my career yeah i start making a lot of money i don't want to get taxed more I obviously get taxed more because my income's higher. Yeah. But, like, I don't want bills to go in to tax me just because I'm more successful. Right. It's not like I came from a family of wealth where, like, I've had this money. It's family money. It's old money. Mm-hmm. Like, I I worked for this. I worked First for First generation real wealth. Yeah. But, you know, people everywhere who think they're entitled... And I, I honestly think that most of the left is, like, entitled, privileged people who who don't want to work at all. They're lazy. They're lazy as hell. And they want to get their money from me because they don't want to go and work for it. Like, I think FDR 
and his like social security and all of that like social welfare mm-hmm. totally ruined the fucking country totally ran it into the ground right the social security the, the, the government should not know who i am they shouldn't know how much i make they shouldn't know like whether or not i'm poor whether or not i need their assistance they shouldn't know my name i shouldn't be a number in a database like that is a socialist construct that he just slid in there because he was like fuck it we're at war i can do whatever i want right he's like trust trust me if i know who you are we'll beat the nazis and everybody was like oh shit he's done everything right so far yeah 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 and he just put this shit in and it just didn't make any sense and now you know if i make more money suddenly i'm subject to giving more of that money up to people who don't who don't want to work at all Mm-hmm. I think, I think I wouldn't have a problem with giving money to people who are like in a rough spot, and you know they're really trying to do their best to get back on their feet. Yeah, of course, I'm not a, I'm not a douchebag. I think right, everybody <laughs> should have an opportunity. But like, yeah. if you're at home saying, "Oh man, welfare is really low this month," but I'm not gonna go get a job. Fuck it, I got welfare. You're right, like, that's that's you, the biggest problem. Right, people just milking the system. It, you take right. it as a right out, and that's why Andrew Yang's so fucking popular. Right, the universal basic income. Bullshit. It's just, it's like, people are like, oh, bro, if I get $1,000 a month, fuck working. But you think about it. But it's not feasible to live off of $1,000. And then you think about where's that $1,000 coming from? Where could that money be coming from? Well, he wants that 1% tax, right? Yeah. But because incomes are growing right now, that means those $1,000 for every American comes from your paycheck, your future paycheck. Let's say you go into computer science. You make 124000 starting salary. If UBC goes through, your 124 goes down to like 60k, Because now you're paying for everybody else's salaries. $60,000 worth of salaries for other people. Right, right. But what if you, like, what if we close loopholes for, like, your yeah. Bezos's yeah, or think- the, the Netflix? Like, or, like, what if you close those? Get, get a little tax revenue from that. Yeah, and I, and I think there's... Be able to, even if you take 1% of yeah. what Amazon makes on a, a yearly basis that should be a decent amount of funding and i think everybody should you know get taxed i don't think I, I think you know if you play the system and you play it perfectly props to you it shouldn't be there but props to you right right and i think that we said that for them so yeah. it's just like and then they and then get set up and it's not even like just trump's tax cuts or things like that like these systems were set up years ago a long time ago right and, and they just become untouchable because so many you know, Jeff Bezos thinks that you're threatening his law. Just lobby a couple, couple more senators, and your law's not going to get passed. Right. Yeah. Hey, you're you're the. It's forty nine to forty nine. You decide it. I'll slip you half half a hundred, half a hundred thousand. Vote for me. Right. And he's like, yeah, no problem. Let's run it up. Yeah, fuck it. And just dropping the bank for him. He he's he spends what two hundred grand. Right. And he saves eleven billion. <laughs> I dropped two hundred thousand to pay out every senator. Right, right. And it's not a problem. And I think that's the issue, where people in office have gotten so used to living like such a cushy life that they forgot who put them there. And it's the people. It's the people, yeah. And they fucked the people over because like, oh, I got the pedestal. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, fuck you guys. I don't, you kind of forget your roots, and and that's why I think. That's like a unifying thing for for young people. It's like always remembering where you came from, and like some people forget it as they get older, and you know money money gets to them or power right. gets to them. But like or some pay homage back to where they came from, supplementing yeah. their 
and you get those real, rural city. real Americans. Right. right. I think those are the people that really just like put in the numbers and and they do what's best for the country as a whole and not for themselves. And those people, I think, are they're great. And you yeah. have plenty of those everywhere: senators, governors, house representatives. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it's a the system is just totally fucked. It's a slimy system. Right yeah, definitely. But to kind of go back to the universal basic income, so you were talking about how you were delighted in Trump's kind of economic boost that he provided to the country. Yeah. Uh, with that $1,000 in our pockets, this is kind of the question that Andrew asked was, yeah. what are you going to do with that 1000 You're going to buy shit. You're going to yeah. put that right back into the economy. So it's kind of like a like a jump start to economy in some sense. Yeah, I mean, so you, you could view it that way, but the, the fact of the matter is is that you're you're assuming that that a thousand dollars a month like base income means that there that it's being put into the economy in a useful way like sometimes most of that thousand dollars is just going to go paying rent and it's not like the housing market is a booming industry anymore right you know it's a, it makes money but it doesn't make money like industry does and technology does technology's you know, been People, go, people, like, yeah, people who are poor right now, and then they start getting a thousand dollars a month. They're not going to be like, oh, thousand dollars a month. Let me just throw that shit right into Amazon stock or into tech industry stock. They're not going to do that. They're thinking straight up, like, oh, I want a new TV. You buy a oh, car. I want this. this yeah, is totally about. materialistic, yeah. and people aren't thinking about that. So when he says that the money goes right back into the economy, it, it, you're, you're, the money is already there. Like it, it's, it's in the form of salaries right now. If you take a thousand dollars and give it to every single person. All you did was just move where the money is. It's the same amount coming in and out. You just moved where it is and who gets to spend it. That's all that changes. Mm-hmm. And that's why the, that system is total BS. It just doesn't work. It, it, doesn't make, it doesn't make more money for the country. Having higher salaries makes more money for the country. Because that means that I get paid 100000 a year. Right. And after you know five years of experience, I'm going to ask for my... Paycheck to get doubled, or I'm gonna go somewhere else who will do it. Right. Okay. I see what you're saying. If you're good and you, if you're good at your job, you'll make money. It's just the way it goes. Like, you you can't right, be but, good at your profession and you know, and not hold that as a le- hold that as leverage. But if I'm just making a thousand dollars a month and I don't have to, and I can do fuck all, why would I work? Why would I put money back into the economy? A thousand dollars every every month into the economy is like nothing compared to like if you were working at a job like if i make a hundred thousand a year and basically you make what 1200 a year just off of universal basic income right 1200 compared to or 12,000 yeah 12,000 yeah compared to 100 it's just a, just a drop in the drop in the a drop bucket in the bucket but like so you make 100k a year but that's assuming you got college education right you can't you could be a technician and still make like 80 grand and you can totally just go to a community college super cheap and get the and get the certification certification for being a technician but like for for most of like the high i mean right so a technician's a good example of it being like you don't need that much schooling in order to make a decent living yeah but which which i agree with but also if you're looking at like the grand scheme of like 100k making 100k a lot of people can't even afford the the college system as it is right now, and yeah, the way that the college loans work are so fucked. It's yeah, such a, I agree. it is such like they have a vice grip on you the whole entire time. Yeah. They're like, yeah, file for bankruptcy, do what you want. We still got you, dog. Yeah, don't worry about it. And I, and I think that 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 system is messed up too. And I think that 
they, they got, they got played into it. Yeah, it, it definitely needs to be reworked. I don't think making it free is the way to go. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, the system is... It, it, but that's like capitalism, though. It is, because but it's also... It's capitalism, but it's just ahead of the mark. Because that... Those... Those educations got expensive because the jobs that you're learning when you go to get a college education, like most people, like if you go to college for an education, like in like an art degree or a history degree or that's a big yikes, like, or a gender studies degree, like you're fucking, you're not gonna make money. You right, do that because right. you like it. Gender studies, you're fucking useless to society, honestly. Yeah. That kind of bullshit. It's just you're not gonna make money off of that stuff. That's not what makes money. If you want to make money, you have to go into STEM. And these schools know that. Right, right. So they expected an economic boom under, like, Clinton, not even Clinton, from, like, Bush to Obama, expecting a boom, and there wasn't one. Mm -hmm. So they're like, well, we can't just, you know, drop our rates down because we went from, you know, charging you 30000 to 60000 we're not just going to lose on all of this money because look how much we're making. People want to go to college. Yeah. They're like, well, we might as well just keep it going. People are coming still. It's just supply and demand. People want to go to school. So. Yeah, and then, but I mean, you have these banks and that are throwing them these. these yeah, banks are Ponzi schemes. I agree with you. Right, right. So it's just like, the bank's like, oh, we got you, dude. Yeah, you want to go to fucking Stanford? Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll give you 150K. Like, let's see. Let's get you a year, maybe two years. Yeah. It's just like, oh, and you still have to pay that off. Like, I know people at my job right now that are still paying off college debt that are, like, managers that are, like, and, um, like operations, like, managers that have been working for the company for years. They're still paying shit off. And yeah. they're making, like, God knows how much money. Probably, like, a hundred, like for sake of conversation, 90 to 100K. They're making money. And they're still like, yeah, fucking college, man. I don't know why the fuck I did that. But, of course, it sets them up in a... In a good way, so like like you said, you go to get your education, and at the end of the at the end of the day, after your college education, you're gonna get paid more right off yeah, the bat for having right that degree, and so. But it's like you still have that like hanging over your head, yeah. like all that debt. You just have to play the system because the system's set up in a way that if you like just say I want to like if you shop designer, yeah, you're, you're paid more, right? Even if you know Levi's is twenty bucks and you buy like. I don't, I don't even know designer clothes. Right. You buy something Versace. Yeah, you buy yeah. Like a Versace pair of jeans and it's 200 bucks. But they're the exact fucking same. Right. You did that to yourself. Right. You get the same education, in STEM at least, you get the right. same education at Yale than you do at fucking UC Riverside. But you're just paying for the name. But you're paying for the name. Right. And people don't get that. Play the fucking system. You want to get a degree? Go to straight to community college. Save yourself all that money. Transfer somewhere out of state, out of your own state, or preferably wherever the tuition is lower. Transfer somewhere, right? Get your degree, and then the only thing that matters is where you get your master's. And then at that point, people are going to want to hire you. So then you can say, "I'll work for you, pay, pay for, for my shit. master's at Yale, right. and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll work for you for five years." And there you go. You don't have to pay a penny. It's all about playing the system, and the system's set up for you to succeed, but. Is it though? It is. I think it's totally set up for you to succeed. It's just like the way America is. Like that's just the way capitalism is. You're just set up to succeed. Because right. I, I feel like the whole the whole reason why people are hating on it so much is because they're not cognizant that America lives off capitalism. Yeah. And people like I get it. I personally am like fuck. Like it kind of 
it is kind of like daunting. It's a daunting task to be like, fuck, we have to like really try to navigate through this um, monetary gain of society and still try to figure out what you're doing that like something like live out something that you're passionate about. But then I have conversations with people. I'm like, it's like that famous question. Would you rather get paid 20,000 a year to be an artist like you've been wanting to your whole life or 100K a year and work in math? Or work with uh, work with Boeing, and it's like fuck. People people are obviously gonna work with Boeing, and it's just I don't know. It's kind of a tough call because should society be set up like that, where you have to like fuck? How am I gonna make that much money? I need to make so much money. Fuck fuck what I care about. Yeah, and I, and I think that that's a messed up part of it too. But it's also based off where you live. Like you you have to pick what you want to do and then adjust to it. You are not gonna live in Southern California working an artist's salary. Just, just, Unless you're, like, really popping yeah. and really have some sort of clout. Really fucking good for yourself. Right. You're doing really good for yourself. But a dime like, a dozen, so. Yeah, you're, you're coming out the gates, you know, out of art school or, like, culinary school or somewhere. You're leaving. And, <laughs> right. that, and that's because you can't afford to live here. But let's say you went to school in, like, Wyoming. Fucking Wisconsin. Or Wisconsin or somewhere where, you know, property... Midwest. Buy property a dime a dozen. Yeah. Buy out of... By half the fucking state, right? Exactly. College yeah. tuition. Yeah, I mean, you can be an artist there, and you can have a house, you can have everything, and like most of the time, like artists are like digital, so you can work from home and be done. Yeah, true. And like pe- people refuse to, I think, see that part of it, because I already know that, like, even even for astronomy, where like it's super, super big here on the west coast and on the east coast and Hawaii as well. Right. It's huge, huge industry here. But there's no way I'm gonna be able to make a living here, you know. Like my parents, my parents make good money, you know, to live in El Segundo. Like right. God bless our landlords, bro. Yeah, the <laughs> real ones hen, hen, uh, sent from heaven. But um, like the, we make enough money to live, you know, well. But like, if we live in Wisconsin, we're the fucking one percent. Right, right. Make. Yeah, and yeah. it's all based off location. But it's also like job opportunities as well, right? Yeah, and I think, and I think you can. You can find job find job opportunities everywhere if you look for them, and right. I, and I feel like especially in, in this generation, like people want stuff handed to them, and it's a it's a it's a very fostered generation. Yeah, and I, and I think it's not even to the fault of the previous because my parents definitely didn't raise me like that. They didn't raise me for like, oh yeah, don't worry, just wait and it'll come to you. They're like, if you want it, you gotta go fucking grind. You gotta go get it. Yeah, absolutely. The shit is not going to come to you for free. Right. And like. My parents straight out of high school, they're like, all right, you're going to go to community college? Cool. We're down with that. Start paying rent. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> hey, you want to get a car? Pay for it. Pay for it. Right. Hey, you want things? Pay for it. Of course, they, like, help me out with, you know, BS. Like, right, right. Because they're my parents. But some people... Just trying to instill those values of earning what you you obtain in this lifetime. Yeah. And, like, for my major, I put in pretty good amount of work i wouldn't say i work as hard as some of the people i know right some people i know every day of their life is spent studying and living breathing living breathing what like they're doing and i can't do that personally like i could not sit at a starbucks for eight hours studying like i would drive me fucking nuts like i have to do something in between right yeah and um i agree like i look at other people and like other studies who complain about you know shit like money and complain about the government and they're like, oh, yeah, well, I love politics. I want to be a poli-sci. A poli-sci major. I want to be a poli-sci major. And then what do they do on their weekends? 
after living a blast. Mommy and daddy paying for everything, having a fucking blast. Oh, and man. I'm like, you yeah. can't bitch and whine about bullshit. You don't work. You don't have responsibilities. You do whatever the fuck you want. And then you complain about the state of the state of society. Yeah, it's just you know, people people have it right. too good. It's especially here. And yeah, I think and I think you yeah. really have to like figure out where you are and then what does that mean for you in like in the future cuz like here if you're especially like when we went to Singapore like you have yeah. people there who are set up for the rest of their lives that they didn't want to work they didn't have to. Right, exactly. And, like they could do whatever they want. Like people in my class or, or people in your class like yeah, for sure. Go do things that me and you can only dream of doing if we were set up in the same way. Like some people I know exactly. go and start doing music and they can pop off on that. Yeah, exactly. And there's no way I could ever do it. My parents weren't, would never be like, yeah, go ahead, we'll, we'll drop you some money. Go ahead and figure out, go live in another... Uh, another go live in fucking WeHo and figure it out. Go live in Europe right. and go figure out how to be a musician. No, my parents were like, you want to go live in Europe? <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You you're, better you're, find a good paying job to get you over there. You're like, you better learn how to do some crazy good singing in like in the next few months. Right, exactly. And like exactly. some people just have it too good and they don't know. And then some... And right, and that's... That's the and it's based off where you come from, cause like, I feel like from where, from where my family came from, and, and I'm sure yours too. Like, it's all about putting in the time and then and then reaping the benefits. Exactly. And some exactly. people, you know, never learn that, and I think that pay that that pays homage to like why people think there are so many problems with our society, cause cause most people who like bitch and whine about this bullshit, it it comes from a sense of entitlement. It doesn't come from a sense of totally. injustice. Yep. Like Absolutely. when I see people, you know, cry, you know, cry about like immigration reform. You can tell when somebody's passionate about it. Like, my mom is like very Mexican in the way she thinks, and like when it comes to like Latino stuff, my mom, you couldn't, you couldn't stop my mom from talking about it. I believe it. Super uh-huh. Chicana pride. That's sick. And no. then you come to you know people who complain about immigration who've never dealt with it in their life. And I'm exactly. not saying because you haven't exactly. dealt with it, you can't, right. you can't have a, oh, a like opinion. Yeah. But like, if you're talking about it from some outlandish standpoint and you're not really looking at the facts and you're not using people's real experiences like what what room do you have to talk exactly because that's but, what, and i also don't want to take away from other people's opinions because you see people say that shit like all the time for like uh like black lives matter or, or genders or genders uh or like being asexual or being um like transgender oh you're not transgender or you're white so your opinion doesn't matter well that's such a you you cry racism, and then use racism, and then use racism to supplement your fucking opinion. It just about doesn't. It. it just doesn't make sense to me, and it, and that comes totally from a sense of entitlement. Yeah, absolutely, and it's definitely one thing I've noticed about our generation is that it seems to be a charlat like a group of charlatans who pretend like they know about certain subjects, and in reality, they have little to no perspective on it. It's just a trend. Yeah, and that's that's the worst part. It's just a trend. People are like, yes, yes, I want to be a part of a like a movement. Uh, yeah, like I talked about this with uh, with Rose on the last podcast, yeah. where I was like, our generation, like, like with all, like, you know what? I respect whatever you want to do about your sexuality, whatever. I could literally care less about yeah. who you have in your sexual life, but like the fact that so many people are coming out like pansexual, non-binary, like so many different variations of, because it started LGBT, now it's LGBTQ+. Yeah. And there's like so many other like variations of it. It's like, it's almost like a cry for, a cry out for attention almost. Yeah, people, people want people want to be heard for like the most outlandish things. Like if you're lesbian or you're gay or you're bisexual, like those things make sense to me. And then I, I take, I always take like a scientific view on things. But like when you start saying like, 
like transgender is such a touchy subject. Like people say they right. feel like a girl, but they were born a boy. And like pronouns, like when people say like my pronouns are, dude, that shit drives me yeah. nuts. Yeah. Like if you look like a dude, and if you look like a dude, I'm gonna call you a dude, and that's just the way it is. Right. Right. And then people like jump on the trend, and they're like, oh you're being you know sexist or you don't think that they should have rights and it's like i i'm not trying to say like i'm older i'm old so i grew up in a different time but like that shit just doesn't make sense to me right and then they try to stifle your opinion and they're like well you're not you're not gay so you don't have an input on on gay rights and it's like dude gay rights have made such a tremendous bounce if you're gay exactly. be gay couldn't care less exactly if exactly you're bisexual be bisexual couldn't care less if yeah. you're transgender be transgender Who couldn't cares? care less don't force your beliefs upon me. Exactly, exactly. Like, That's a like, huge part You need part to call me a girl because I think I'm a girl. I'm like, if you look like a dude, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. Like, don't be help. offended because I, I called you a dude. Myself. Yeah, exactly. And like, well, you need to call me because I asked you to. And I'm like, no, I don't have to do anything. I have a, I have a constitutional right to say whatever the fuck I want to you. Exactly. Whether or not you beat my ass because of it, I can't stop you. Right, exactly. And it's the same exactly. thing with like, people saying, like, they're like, oh, don't say racist shit because it's against the law. No. No, it's not. not. Yeah, no. If I wanted to go First out in the Amendment. street and shout every profanity to you know any creed, any color, I could do it if I wanted to. I'll get the shit beaten out of me. Right, there's repercussions, those kind of things. Yeah. From like a social standard. But legally, oh. First Amendment covers it. You can do whatever hate, you want. Hate speech is not a is not a real crime. Inciting violence is, is a real crime, and that's what they call hate speech. But people try saying I don't like Mexicans, and they're like, "Oh my God, you racist! You're gonna go to jail for hate speech." It's like, no, I'm not. I, I have a constitutional right to say that. Entitled to your opinion in and that I sense, can, and I can say that. But you look at countries like Germany. If you say I don't like African Americans, that's straight to, to jail. Right, right. And you don't have a right. You don't have a freedom of speech there. Or in the UK, you're not allowed to say certain things, or like, you know, it's just a, it's crazy, and right. like people take their liberty for freedom of speech here for granted and they use it to stifle others like you the fact that you can you know scream and shout and be just the most obnoxious person about something as trivial as transgender restrooms it, you take that for granted totally and, and it's good no you really should yeah. you shouldn't even have to think about you know what you say is illegal or not you should ha you shouldn't have to think about that, that exactly. shouldn't even come to your mind exactly but you also have to you know look at it and be like i have a right to say this but they have a right to say what they want to like so many times like these arguments just they they it's an endless circle of just finger pointing and for what exactly for someone to to say they're right when objectively there is no right or wrong exactly there's no right or wrong to whether or not you think you're a boy or a girl scientifically i think if you're born a boy you're a boy end of story for me but for you it's a totally different story exactly you're and not I binary or whatever I respect your opinion exactly. for what you want to believe but don't try telling me my way of thinking is wrong if I'm not saying the same to you. Exactly. If you want to have a, if you want to have a discussion like this, totally, it's just a, it's a conversation. It's a candid conversation. And people want to have arguments; they don't want to have discussions. Biggest difference. Exactly, and that's that's the biggest thing I see. Especially that's like the biggest knock on quote unquote liberals. It's just people that just like really really want to incite some like some sort of like a bounce back from other people. They're just like, no, you're gonna call me a girl. I'm like, no, like no, I, I call you what I call you. Like you can't force your beliefs on me like that. That's yeah. not how this works. That's not how it works. And it's just, yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and I think that's like their, that's like their biggest like flaw. Like I, I think most liberals, you know, 
most liberals and most conservatives are totally level-headed. Yeah. You only see the extremes on the news, and it paints such a bad picture. Because you see conservatives, and they're like, they're all racist, and they're all white. It's like, dude, a lot of conservatives are, you know, they're, they're minorities. Right. And then you look at liberals, and they're like, all oh, minorities. I'm like, they're a fair portion of the liberals who are white. <laughs> right, and exactly. Like, and you, you paint a picture, and you paint a narrative where, like, liberals are supposed to be, you know, outlandish, obnoxious, always yelling at the top of their lungs, or, you know, red-haired transgender ladies. And that's what you think when you think liberal, like somebody tells you. Right, right. And then you right. think conservatives, you think, you think Trump, old white dudes. Old white Trump. dudes. And it's like, you're just painting the wrong picture. Yeah, that demographic used to be tr- used to be true. But, like, like I told you, like, the truth is always in the middle. Like, you, the most, the most shit gets done when two level-headed people of different beliefs come to an agreement in the middle. Exactly. And that's, like, the whole point of this, um, this podcast, honestly. It's just, like, there's no, like, no one's making room in the middle. Everyone's yeah. like, no, no, you're a liberal. I don't, I don't mess with people that are liberals. And I don't, I don't like conservatives either. So it's just like no one's willing to talk in the middle. Like, it's just ridiculous at this point. And the fact that we have to have certain conversations about like, yes, okay, I know that you view like that you're transsexual or whatever, and that's fine. Like, but don't yell at me in my face when I mistakenly call you a pronoun that you personally don't abide by. It's just like, okay, I get it, but at some point we really gotta. Yeah, and then you like. I, and I feel like liberals do this more often, but like if you if you don't align with their views, you just immediately get labeled as a, as like a misogynist or a sexist, and that's all they do. They just they name call more than conservatives do. Okay, <laughs> conservatives are douchebags, and they really run this shit down. But yeah, nah, it's a slippery slope. But you just have to you have, you have, you have to just you have to play the high ground and really just take everything in, because if you the moment you start going down the slope. How much you see around you gets smaller and smaller until you're at the bottom and all you can see is the walls around you. Exactly. Exactly. So, having said that, let's just move on to a segment where, on the podcast, I have people on Instagram submit questions to ask you specifically. Back to space. Let's go. Exactly. Back to space. Here we go. So, of course, if you guys ever want to participate in this, follow at Senior Kumar, at Journey to Modern Times, and... Before every podcast, I make sure to include a quick questions that you want to ask the the podcast guest or anything that you want to know. And so we actually have a lot today. So from at just a grunge punk kid, which is more likely for the fate of the universe, the big freeze, big crunch or big rip? The big freeze. The big freeze. I remember you saying this already. Yeah, we're due for an ice age. Well, that that's actually... Uh, kind of a misnomer called the big freeze mm-hmm. it's more like the heat death of the universe so basically every interaction that happens gives off energy right uh, because energy can't be created nor no, destroyed it has yeah. to be transferred to another form so like if we high five it doesn't seem like we transferred any energy but our the kinetic energy that we use in our hands gets transferred into heat when we clap and that goes into the universe right. so basically over a time scale that is you can't even measure it. It's such a long time. Mm-hmm. Eventually, all of the energy in the universe will have been, or all of the matter will have been used and turned into energy so that there's no more ways to make energy, which means that the total heat in the universe will go down right. until it reaches zero. And once once that temperature reaches zero, 
that means that atoms can't move anymore. And when they can't move, nothing happens. So that's why it's called the big freeze. Gotcha. Uh-huh. So that's more likely to happen. The big rip. The big freeze. The big rip and the big crunch are kind of like we need. We need a little bit more evidence before we can we can say like those things will happen. The big crunch is the universe is expanding, and all of a sudden, boom, crunches back. Right, kind of like an elastic band. If you pull it out, yeah, you, you pull let it, it out go. Far enough and then something lets go. Boom, it and rips. The, the big rip. Uh, it's basically like the universe is just gonna rip. Into different, like a piece of paper. After yeah. You, like, after it's like a crumpled piece of paper. Right. It, the more you crumple it, the more likely it is to rip. Right. Right. Okay. So for this next question, I'm gonna have you look at it, but it's from Nick. Nick underscore KK. <laughs> is if you can, what is that? Is beta as uh, the speed of light, basically. Okay. In the center of a black hole, less than one, or greater than one. Greater than greater one. Than one. Uh, so, it's funny, because he, uh, no, it can't, it can't be. Uh, oh. There's there's a speed limit in the universe, and that's, and that's C, uh, the speed of light, 3 times 10 to the 8th meters per second. Right. Uh, so, so things can only go that fast. Um, the reason why light gets stuck in a black hole and it can't escape is because of the speed limit. Right. Uh, basically, uh, space is kind of like a, a fabric or like a piece of paper and things on the piece of paper the more mass they have the more they warp the fabric so black holes actually make a pit that's uh they have infinite densities mm -hmm. so that means that pit that that they warp with space is infinitely it goes down forever so that means if you were to throw a laser to go through the black hole it would have to travel an infinite distance down and then an infinite distance up, and then go out the other side. And since the distance is infinite, it can never reach the other side. And once it gets into the black hole, it, it'll never travel fast enough to go out. Because as it goes further into the hole, it, the, the hole gets deeper. Right. So there's no way to get out, because you can't go faster than light. Wow. So, no, is the no. answer. Yeah. Hold on now. That is crazy. Impossible. Wow. So we have three questions from at the wool gatherer. Okay. So I was just uh, shooting right at you one after the other. What is the point of the universe? Does the universe even have an answer? How do I find the answer? So does the universe have an answer? Uh, like like, what, what is the point of the universe? Oh, what is the point of the universe? Is the first one. Uh, it. I'm sure like it doesn't have a point. I, I don't. For something to have a point, that means it, it would have to have been put there. Mm. So, I'm not atheist. I'm more agnostic. Like, if, you know, God is real, then <laughs> forgive my sins. I'm, yeah. I'm, ready to, I'm ready to commit. <laughs> but um, I just don't think there's enough evidence to prove otherwise right now. Yeah. So, for the universe to have a point, that means that it was put here with purpose. And I think it just sort of happened. So, the point of the universe is to just exist and to be. Okay. And if it has an answer, it it could the the beginning of the universe is definitely the answer to to how or yeah. why or if there is a point. And to find it, you got to you got to go you got to go back in time. You got to time travel 14 odd billion years ago. You can you'll find the answer there. If you know a a being we can't even fathom just went like this 
and started the universe or just sneezed they're just sneezing it was a cosmic accident right right who knows down there yeah you, you really don't and that's what you study to find out right and does the universe even have an answer probably it just depends on what form you think it should come in that's you true think, you think the answer comes from a person telling you uh, maybe the universe has an answer that way or does it just come from the mathematical laws that define it because that's how we get our answers from the universe now like we know that gravity is 10 10 meters a second because we measured it and that's an answer that we got from the universe but yeah it depends on where you get the answer from like or what the answer is right it's a, it's a very vague it's a vague question with even more vague answer yeah which seems to be a lot of as the philosophy around astrology right Around astronomy, yeah. Astronomy, sorry. No, you're good. Like, fucking astrology, dude. I don't yeah, know how to astrology. say that. So. Yeah. Astrology drives me nuts. I remember, <laughs> I remember in high school. Oh, God, dude. Yeah, this will be up there back. Um, in high school, I had the astronomy club, and we met in, in Fody's room. Fody. And I remember one time this, this, this girl came in, and she was like, she's like, oh, you guys have a club? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, are you interested in, in the club? You can join because it was just my friends, so I was kind of like, kind of we use it as an excuse to hang out. Right, right. She and um, she was like, "Oh my god, yeah, I love astrology." And I was like, "Dude, oh, you just ground my gear!" <laughs> I'm like, I'm the like, wrong place. I'm, I'm like, "You're in the wrong place." I'm like, it's astronomy, not astrology. She's like, "Yeah, this is the same thing, right?" And like, and what's your horoscope again? <laughs> <laughs> that that stuff is fun to read, but there's no way it's based in fact. It's just fun to read, and I think that's why it was made because it's interesting to read. It is, yeah. And like sometimes you'll get hit right on the head. And you're like, oh my god, that's totally me. Right. How did they know? Right, well, it's all vague, vague, common things that happen to people. Yeah, and it's like, Sagittarius, oh, that, that's my sign. And it's like, Sagittarius, you're going to breathe today. And I'm like, oh my god, that is me right <laughs> yeah, now. That's me. And uh, honestly, I didn't even really know about any of that shit until this year. And in a weird way, a lot of it kind of hit on the nose for me. And I'm, I am like the furthest away from it. I'm just like you know. Yeah, sometimes it, sometimes it like just you. Sometimes they just get lucky. Right, right. And, and I think that's what it is. Sometimes they get lucky, or like it's been. Or it's such a because with social media you like see it everywhere. So like it's such a profound thing that you sort of start internalizing it without even recognizing it. Exactly. Where you're like you see so many posts like Gemini or this, Gemini or that, Gemini or this, and you're a Gemini. Eventually, you're gonna be like. You just sort of internalize it, and you see oh, Gemini, shit. and you're like, oh my god, that's me. And then right. you think about it, and you're like, wait, I really don't do any of those things. I just sort of thought. You thought you did. did. Yeah, exactly. Fuck, that's a good point, too. But that's so funny that she walked in and was like, I love astrology. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were, it's okay. I, was like, I was like, oh, yeah, well, if you want to join. She's like, oh, I was just wondering. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then, like, I turned on my friends, and we, were, <laughs> we just started busting up. <laughs> it's was like, yeah, wrong room. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. But... So I wanted to kind of transition to the last question of the podcast. So I, of course, wanted to thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, of course. And, of course, I would love to have you back on because we didn't even touch a completely side, like a, a different side to you. With, yeah, we got sidetracked. But, like, the this being a, a semi-pro athlete in the League of Legends, right? Yeah, that's a journey. Yeah, we're going to have to we're gonna have to get you back on uh, for you to speak on that yeah, because yeah. it's so interesting to me for sure about how that whole system even works and that whole world and the boom of it but for now i wanted to thank you so much for everything that you've been answering for me yeah. because 
so many curiosities I've had where I'm like, fuck, like, why, why did this happen? Why did that happen? Aliens exist. Also, getting your perspective on a lot of things is yeah, is pretty awesome too because someone that's actually studying it, it's like, fuck, finally someone can actually answer some of these. Yeah, I can shed some light. Yeah, shed some light. It put me in the right direction for any of this. So, a question I really like to ask all of my um, all of my guests on the podcast is, can you provide one or two net commandments for life that you would want to kind of give to someone else to benefit them in their own life? Uh, number one is is definitely know yourself and know what you want. So many, so many times, people will get sidetracked by you know other people telling them what they should do or, or who they should be. Mm-hmm. You have a pretty innate sense of who you are at like just getting out of high school, and you know some people get it earlier. I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily maturity, but you get a pretty good sense of who you are and what you want. Mm-hmm. And the earlier you get that, the the smoother your the rest of your days will go. When you're not worried about kind of like that teenage angst in high school where you're worried about about what what people see you as mm-hmm. fuck other people right. there are always going to be people who don't like you and people who do like you and exactly. it's up to you who you surround yourself with mm-hmm. and you know I'm sure plenty of people don't like me and I'm sure plenty <laughs> of people don't have problems with you know the things I say and the things I do but I don't go around hanging out with them for that reason I surround myself with people who can call me out on my bullshit but also support me in you know the bs that i do right i love myself yeah absolutely so definitely know yourself know what you want and you know surround yourself with the people that you want to be surrounded by kind of like the do unto others as you have others do unto you right the golden rule yeah i think that's just a good way to live and, and it goes both ways treat people nice but also know that when you start calling people out on bullshit thing you know fans gonna hit the other way too right exactly it's a two-way street it's a two-way street and that's the best way to have a friendship like that yeah but yeah thank you so much again man yeah of course i'm so happy to have you on because i know you're gonna be doing some big shit in the future hopefully hopefully yeah i know you are for sure dude you're you're way too smart to not put this to great use yeah so i'm glad that we have a conversation recorded here yeah and i really appreciate you coming on where could people find you on instagram you have anything to plug anything you want to shout out anything Uh, yeah just Instagram at netpalomino. I think that's it. I think so too. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It, I guess I can plug all my all the all the game stuff next time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, more than down we'll, to. We'll, we'll lay we'll lay out on that for now. Yeah, for sure though. But thank you again. Shout out to Neil deGrasse Tyson. Hundred percent. Shout out to uh, Stephen Morgan Hawkins. Freeman. Stephen Morgan Hawkins, Freeman. Rest in peace. Right, yeah. Bless up. Right. <sighs> Who else? Shout out to. I really don't know anybody else. Shout out to the, the Hubble space, Telescope. The Hubble Space Telescope. That's what's up. ISS. That's ISS. what's up. Astronauts. God bless America. SpaceX. SpaceX. Shout Musk out Elon Musk. Right. Yeah, he's all right. Okay, never mind. Yeah. He's, he's cool. Just, he's just still coming on the podcast, he's cool. he's so cool. please, Elon, <laughs> at some point, you got to get him on. But thank you so much, man, for coming on. Appreciate yeah, it. Um, we'll have you back on. Yeah, 100%. And for everyone listening, go ahead. If you're listening on apple podcast make sure to subscribe to catch every weekly podcast that i'm dropping make sure to rate this five stars if you think it's five stars worthy follow me on instagram at senior kumar at journey modern times i'm always consistently posting about new guests things that they're involved in so yeah just make sure to drop that drop that follow make sure you're following the podcast and yeah that's it thank you again net yeah of course